Hey guys, my name is Adibowale Koka and you're welcome to The Woke Coven. This is the podcast where we discuss anything and everything. Stay tuned and do want to subscribe. We're making money. We're making money. We're making money this year. Yes, so I'm making money this year. If you like the one, if you like don't. But as for me and the loyal listeners of the work coven, we are making a lot of money. We are going to be making raids. We are going to be creating milestones this year. Yes, chill. You know, we don't exactly know what's going to happen in 2021, but what we won't do is start the year with pessimism no 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 we're not going to do that am i communicating universe <laughs> yeah welcome back on the show guys it's still the work cover yeah 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 and yes prepare guys because this year is going to be a jolly ride i promise you it's going to be that bump we have a lot planned out actually very soon i hope like i'm really hoping very soon we'll be going live visually on youtube who is excited about that news plus we'll be bringing the walkover a lot closer to its members this year you know we'll be having a whole lot of experience sharing episodes with question and answers segments among others plus Periodically, we'll be having guests that will come and shake our tables vigorously. This year will be a table shaking season. Who is ready? <laughs> okay, guys. So, now to the hotel. of today's episode, shall we? It's the first episode in a new year. So, what better way to start than talk about the shifting and changing paradigms of the world? I mean... We just transitioned from 2020 to 2021 all over the world cultures have been changing traditions have been evolving technological advancement is seen continually among others so the world is continually shifting like we are shifting goalposts every time we've been seeing a lot of um uprising a lot of movements coming out so that's to tell you that we're no longer in the stone age right that age where things are moving very fast so it's just very heavy that things are not the way it was yesterday weeks back or years ago like we love to say on the work program every moment is a fresh beginning so definitely we are in support of this movement we are in support of this changing what um like we always say change is the constant thing in the world so today on the show guys joining us to give us his own crazy thoughts about this shifting world we are talking about is known for that then dr ekwe Ita jr you know dr ekwe is a doctor who and abroad he obtained his medical degree from the university of calabar he has nine years of practice with um three years in managed care and three years in clinical care he is currently a regional doctor and an assistant manager at precious healthcare international is a diplomat like he always likes to call himself and loves to regard himself again as an objective person like he's always wanted to be objective and that is what the, that's one great thing i really really love about and that's one of the reasons why he's on the show today to talk about the shift in the world so yeah guys i will leave you with dr fb junior now
Hello everyone and thank you Kuka for having me on your podcast. It's an honor to be here. Season's greetings to everyone. So, straight to the meat of the matter. 1918 was the last year of the global pandemic which um, was the Spanish flu and up until this year we didn't have um, anything called a pandemic. Now, researchers had said that a sharp contrast between the pandemic of 1918 and the pandemic of 2020 was that there was massive fear amongst um, the people and um, this was probably due to the lack of shared experience so like we have seen this year several people have um, put up the fact that they beat the virus on the internet and this makes people get more hope as to what to expect so the internet is a singular reason for the shared experience so the internet has also made the world um, a global village as we have seen with them um, several me too movements that have happened in the past and this has brought so much information to us and um, has made the present era much more different from the eras before so as we have seen um, the present era has stood up to various institutions which um, include education religion and marriage as for education we can see that people um, have asked very very pertinent question as to why do i need to go to the four walls of the school to get an education when probably what i am going to learn in the school is not going to be useful to what i want to do i probably want to distill wine or i want to um, I, I want to make shoes and um, the educational institution has been questioned every day as for religion several people have asked the question as to how relevant are the religions we practice for to, in today's world how relevant are they to meeting our day-to-day needs um, you you stay in your house and you order a ride and the ride comes to get you is it religion that costs that you stay in your house and you order for food and the food meets you at your doorstep is it religion that brought that or did religion ever foretell such a situation to happen so technology and science have been waging war with religion on a daily basis and um, several people are standing up to it and are making their their stand clear as to how relevant how relevant or irrelevant religion is in today's world marriage as an institution has been stood up to um, severally to by very many people and then um, the question that people who are opposed to marriage ask is they want to know one thing that can be achieved within the four walls of a marriage that cannot be achieved or that cannot be achieved outside and the answer most of the time is zilch it's always crickets and um, this has made people more and more um, opposed to the idea of just getting shackled up for the sake of getting shackled up like our parents did with no questions asked so i am going to use this as a background to draw the sharp contrast between the past and now our parents generation and our generation
what is the difference between those who were born in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, up to the 80s and even the 90s. Versus those born in the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s and upwards. So, <clears throat> I would start by saying that one thing our parents' generation have better than us is that they were they're much more patient bunch. They exhibited patience in several things and as um, when you want to compare it with now we are a very very quick generation we i like to call us the indomie generation we want results here and now if we get into a relationship we want to see its yield fruits immediately if we have money we want to see it get doubled up immediately nobody is you 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 see very very few people who are futuristic in their plans they um, you rarely see people who are young and are talking about 10 years from now where they where they see themselves and all of that um so i think that that is a sharp contrast between the past and the present generation also in the past there was a high premium placed on chastity and purity and I believe this is very much tied to the fact that it was a very, very, there was a high drive for religion at that point in time. But um, currently, right now, we are demystifying um, the chastity and purity culture, especially as regards virginity for the women folk. And um, this is a, a battle that is still being fought right now, especially with some of the Abrahamic religions still taking center stage. But it is much more tolerable right now than it was in the past. Divorce as a concept was seriously abhorred in the past, especially for the women folk. You were seen as broadly a failure and an outcast of the society if you were divorced in the past. But currently, there is much more acceptability towards the concept of divorce. And um, people are standing in their pride of place in society and in communities as divorcees and are still garnering as much respect as they would have garnered if they were in relationships. There was a whole lot of distrust for people in the past. That is men distrusted kin and kith and kin there was a lot of inhumanity and several wars were fought around and the beginning of the last century the second world war the gulf war even in nigeria we had the civil war so and then several things were always almost done clandestinely that were evil and this led to a whole lot of distrust where someone would stay in a community with people but they cannot drink water that is offered to them because they feel that it's going to be poisoned or eat food that is given to them but with the internet and um, connect interconnectivity that has been achieved in um, in recent years there is much more trust i remember the paranoia that was that greeted facebook getting becoming more and more global when you refer to someone as your Facebook friend in 2007, 2008, you were referred to as a creep. Because um, why on earth would you be making friends with imaginary people on the internet? 
But these days, it is a common place to say someone is your follower on Twitter or someone is your friend who you met off the social media. And most of us have clustered friends who form a nucleus as people. And several of us have people who are our friends these days. We got, we met them. We met them exclusively on the internet, and this has made us to be a little bit more trusting than people were in the past because you can meet someone today on the internet and tomorrow people are clasping ties against each other and are having a good time um, just by virtue of the purpose that um, that you people share have shared interest and you met online so we are much more trustful than where than it was in the past of course there was um in the past there was an honor system which um was go what was going around people were suffering in silence it was very it was very 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 rare to see someone who would come out to say hey i'm suffering oh i'm 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 sick i have this affliction i need help i need money but the internet has also made people share experiences people break forth and cry and say i am under pain i'm under ache from whatever it is you see more people crowdfunding these days people are not afraid to ask for help people beg openly and begging is 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 a concept that is this there is a destigmatization attached to begging or asking for help which is a bit more politically correct so that is one of the things that <clears throat> i think um, has gotten has had a paradigm shift from the past to the present homophobia as a concept and ableism was very very rife in the past there was a whole there was um, a whole group and army of people who thought that um, anybody who who had same sex um, attraction should be an outcast in fact does didn't deserve to live people who had some form of disability or the other were considered um, people who were not present who were not to be presented to the public and there was a whole lot of jokes being made about this in fact your if you if you were considered funny you were going to make jokes about disabled people you were going to make jokes about rape you were going to make jokes about homosexuality as um, and and transgenderism but these days those things are absolutely not tolerated at least in public spaces if you come on twitter if you come on to or if you come on any public forum to say that you are this you would have an army of people who are going to drag you i am not saying that they do they, they do not exist but the acceptability has dropped massively because of the interconnectivity of the of the world again where people are able to find um, like minds and bond together and form a cabal against things that do not work and should not work alt culture was also frowned upon in the past in fact there were several phrases that were used for it bohemian and the rest where women were not allowed to express any form of um give any form of gender expression that didn't suit what was the mindset or the mind's eye for what a woman should be a man was not allowed to express himself in a way that he felt was fitting in his mind 
because there is a way masculine man should should appear and present you were not there blue was seen as a color for men and pink was seen as a color for women men should not paint their nails men should not wear skirts or cross dress women should not wear trousers and um, women should not spot um afros or women should not take all their hair off those were things that you were hearing unrepeatedly in the past but these days there is a shift there's a cultural shift that makes people enables people to express themselves in the best way they feel there there is they they are they are drag they are drag queens these days who are men and they have a whole teaming support and followership as against what was in the past there was a lot of stigma attached to mental health in the past and um, this was something that that was fought even up until the late 90s but right now we see more people addressing mental health issues talking about it there are more support groups formed people are anybody who makes jokes about mental health is completely chastised and it is frowned upon to make jokes about mental health and more discussions and conversations are being held these days as to mental health issues which was not um, a thing to be associated with or discussed about in the past of course this conversation is not going to be complete if i do not bring up the fact that misogyny as a concept was thought of cheek in the past where a woman was thought of as a property to be owned um, and this was not helped by the fact that women were groomed for marriage and bride price was paid on their head and this encouraged a whole lot of inhumane treatment to women and women were um, expressly thought of as less than men and um, the various religions um, that were gaining grounds at the time also helped to cement this into place but as the internet and um, information and shared experiences are becoming a thing this is being confined more and more to the past where it should be so those are sharp contrasts not limited to of course the the past versus what it is in the present some philosopher once said the past is behind us we need to learn from it and then part of learning from the past in my books is being able to serve as a predictor for the future so what does the future lay in hold for us i would want to consider some of some few things that i have mused over and um, leave it open for feedback and conversation prostitution is something that is something that i have always mused over prostitution as an occupation which is famed to be the world's oldest occupation has a whole lot of stigma attached to it for people who are providing services to people 
I feel that there is going to be much more destigmatization of prostitution in the next decades to come. Prostitution is going to get its pride of place. As we have seen in recent times, there are more and more people who are coming out these days and are happy to say they are prostitutes. In protest, you see people say they are prostitutes. People grant, grant interviews and say they are prostitutes. And I feel that more and more people would come out to say this is what they like to do, this is what they do. And when you are filling forms, just like the, you, you, you see a pilot, um, engineer, lawyer, and so on and so forth, prostitution is going to be a drop-down option in the future. There are, there's going to be, uh, there's going to probably be association of prostitutes, male prostitutes, female prostitutes. There's going to be health insurance available to prostitutes and a general acceptance of the fact that prostitution is not something that should be looked down upon. Another rare red area or gray area that people do not like to talk about is incest as a topic, as a concept. Incest is something that is frowned upon, but I feel that those who frown upon it and are not frowned upon it from the medical point of view are being as guilty as homophobes are. So, what am I saying? Incest that is not done with a view to breeding, inbreeding, and there is no grooming aspect to it. A brother and a sister find themselves attracted to each other. And there is consent. And they do not plan to have any children. I do not feel that there is any problem attached to it. And this is a concept that is going to gain grounds in future. Because there are more there are many more people involved in incestuous relationships than we would like to admit to. Could be a father and a daughter, but people would think that it's the father who made the move until they find out that it's the daughter who made the move and she made the move when she was well over the age of maturity and understanding what it is to have consensual relations and they find themselves attracted to each other or attractive to each other and they do whatever they want to do without bearing children and there's no grooming to it so incest is going to probably gain more grounds and would be there would be a destigmatization of incestuous relationships also i want us to address morals as regards nudity as a concept so there is a lot of back and forth concerning nudity as a concept and um, there i feel that nudity is going to be demystified more and more in coming years first and foremost the, the past four years have been recorded as the hottest years in modern history and all it takes is for one person to just say you don't do i want to step out of my house stuck naked with no fabric on but i am completely sane person who pass all the sanity tests out there but just walks out stuck naked and other people would say oh this person 
is doing what I have always thought about and want to and there will now be a teaming support and copycatism going forward. That might be a far reach. But let us also identify or um, discuss the concept of sharing news. We had always thought that um, our private parts, unquote, are things that are not meant to be shared with others because, after all, they are for a significant order or kept to our marriage day and all those concepts have com- continued to be questioned. So at the, in- at the onset of camera phones and internet and social media, when people were asked to share nudes with each other, it was regarded as something that um, should not it's it's it you 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 probably had low morals or values if you were sharing nudes but 10 years down the line people are sharing nudes at will with with people what am i saying it is also going to evolve to the point where people are going to share nudes with people who are not love interest so I can just decide today that I want to share news with my platonic friends because after all, they are my friends and they should see what I look like down there and I decide to hit the send button because after all, these people are going to be in my life forever. If I die before them, they might be the ones to bury me. So why should they behold my nudity at the first time when I'm cold? So these are concepts con- um, about nudity and morality that will be demystified further in the future. Then finally, I want to I, I, I want to I address antinatalism as a movement. More and more people are coming out these days to say they do not want to have children. For whatever reasons, there are very many reasons why people do not want to have children. And I feel that antinatalism as a movement is going to gain grounds in the next decades and, and years to come. And there will be a whole team in support for people who do not want to have children. Thank you very much for listening to this. I would like um, feedback and contributions and negations as the case may be. Thank you very much, Koka, for having me on your talk show and your podcast, rather. I appreciate the opportunity to share. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Ekbe has said a lot. He has broken a lot of tables, even some gray areas. He touched it. At the end of the day, it is what it is. These conversations need to be held. We need to talk about these things because there are things that are affecting us in this world. So yeah, this conversation can definitely not end yet. So we're going to be having a part two of this episode. So everybody should stay tuned. And please, we need to hear your feedback. We want to hear what you think about the shifting world. That is, what are those things that you feel are not the way they are? What are those things that you think they are bad? What are those things that you think they are good? You can always send us a voice message on Anchor or send us a direct message on Instagram at the work convert. So yeah, stay tuned for the part two of Paradise is shifting world.
yeah and that's it on today's episode of the walk coven i hope you enjoyed it because i did please don't forget to subscribe and follow on ig at the walk coven i also love to get your feedback so please you can send me a voice message through the anchor fm link or send an email to coca at at gmail.com always remember every moment is a fresh beginning until next time adios